It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans of Washington Wizards? Come back from down 20 points to beat the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. Bradley Bill steps up in the clutch with 35 points. The solid three looked like a big three in the clutch. Let's get to it. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Washington Wizards with a huge win before the All-Star break. Two-game winning streak. The Wizards were getting uh, blown out basically in that first half. The first quarter, Anthony Edwards hit three threes. Um, we had double figures in, in the first quarter. Rudy Gobert had his way in the first half. A huge comeback for the Washington Wizards. Brandon, what was your takeaways? What was your takeaway, main takeaways from the game? And how did you see the Wizards come back to victory in this game? Man, wow. Taylor, two different halves, man. That first half, we were getting handed it to us, man. Rudy Gobert was doing his thing. Anthony Edwards was doing his thing. But they made adjustments, man. They made adjustments within the players and coaching made adjustments, man. That final lineup, I like DeLon, Kispert, Bill. Um, what was it? Uh, what? <laughs> uh, I think it was. Um, it was. It was, of course, the solid three. Yeah, uh, Delon was definitely in there. I think Delon and Kisper because he got a steal. Uh, Kisper might have been there too. Yeah, that final lineup, man, was smoking. I mean, it was a defensive three-point shooting lineup. This is what I want to see for West Sunsell. This is that adjustments I'm talking about. That final lineup, and I was thinking when I looked at it, man, this is the adjustments you need. Uh, great team victory, man. Bradley Bill. What can I say? Uh, he showed out. He kept us in the game. He won this game. You know, 35 points, 14 for 28. He was shot 50%. Four for me from three. Efficient. Team leader. Was showing passion. Got a bogus tee. <laughs> I mean, I, I love what I see. There's an all-star performance, man. This is what I'm talking about for Bradley Bill. The real deal Bill showed up tonight, man. Easy. Um, Koo started one from 10. He struggled a little bit, but what can you say from that clutch three in the fourth quarter? I ain't mad at you, man. I mean, uh, KP. Underwhelming as far as scoring 14 points, but the steals and the blocks. He made up for it with the defense, man. Looking at the bench, DeLon. We're going to talk about the defensive player belt in a little bit, but wow, DeLon, right? His defensive presence on the court is very underrated, man. Very important piece of this team, man. I mean, he was all over the place. Kendrick Dunn was a little, little cold tonight, three points, but Kispert, again, Kispert shows up. High basketball IQ, 15 points, four for six from three, the shooter. You know, we know what he can't do with his defense, but what he can do is shoot the ball, and he did that at a high volume tonight. Uh, and Denny, 10 points, 8 rebounds, but Denny, again, was there with the defense. Now, I will say this about Denny, man. Um, a few things I did not like tonight about Denny. He needs to work on his emotions, man. You know, there's one thing to argue calls, but when you're not rushing back on defense, it becomes a detriment to the team. 
you know, I, I get it, man. You know, that, that that foul was easy foul, Denny, man. But when you sit down at the bottom end of the, you know, the other end of the court, man, and you're complaining, you're not getting back on defense. Now you're starting to affect the team. Um, yeah, was it the, in that three-point foul he had at, at the 503 mark of the fourth quarter? Come on, man, discipline on defensive end, man. That's one of the things they teach us, man. Every level of basketball, do not foul a shooter. You know, and so those are the two things I, I did not like about Denny. But overall, his defensive prowess is still showing. So good team victory, man. This is what you want to see. When you want to get that title of victory, when you want to really make this a team that challenges in the playoffs, these are the type of wins you need to have, man. To come back from behind, to keep your, to keep your composure the way you did, Wow, my hat's off to this team, man. Very impressed tonight. Yeah, just a huge win. Uh, West Huntsville Jr. did make adjustments in the second half. They went zone. They got stops. Um, they got timely steals. Then he had a huge steal in the clutch. But Bradley Bill, man, he stepped up tonight. And, you know, say what you want to say about the contract, but he stepped up in the clutch. And we've talked about how bad he's – how, you know, the turnovers he's had in the clutch, bad shots, not showing up in the clutch, missing game winners, dribbling the ball off his feet. But he, he dominated in the, in the last two minutes of the game, the last three minutes of the game. Uh, hit some big shots, some big threes. He got some one-on-one, one-on-ones against Gobert. Whenever he got was matched up with Gobert, he took advantage of that matchup. Um, you know, Gobert just didn't want to step out there. They took advantage of that. Um, pick and roll with him and Porzingis. Uh, and he stepped up like a leader. You know, he had a tech, which was questionable. I didn't think it was a tech. You know, he just bounced the ball in the air. They called a tech on that. Then they called a tech on Denny. Denny, Denny did have a bad foul on Kyle Anderson. So, like you said, um, Denny does have to work on, you know, his emotions and composure in the clutch. But – um, and, and Kuz, like you said, Kuz was he had a he had a rough shooting night because you know he had a big game the night before against Portland. Uh, struggled off started started and start, started off struggling tonight, but when we needed him in the clutch, uh, he certainly stepped up, man. And, and that's what that's what has to that's where the solid three, you know, because heart, heartbreak uh, two hundred two on Twitter he asked us, you know, what would make the solid three a big three in games like this turns a solid three into a big thing. When they step up in the clutch, they don't fold. They don't fall away from pressure. They step up and hit big shots. That's when you become a big three and you win, win games like this on the road against a good Minnesota Timberwolves team that's over 500 right now in the playoff hunt in the Western Conference. Um, DeLon Wright, man, he, he's an unsung hero, like you said as well. Ten points, seven boards, uh, three assists, just a stat sheet stuffer and a plus 25. Uh, coming off the bench, three steals as well, one block. Um, he, he's just a jack of all trades, man. He really is. He's just he gets does all the dirty work, uh, dives on the floor, gets timely steals. I mean, he was a heck of a pickup this all season for sure. I think he, he was probably he was a, a steal of a free agent signing with the Wizards for sure. And uh, the bench stepped up, man. Fifteen points from Corey, ten points from Denny, uh, ten points from Delon. Uh, so that's, you know, uh, 35, 38 points off the bench. And Corey responded. He he, he stepped up tonight. He responded very well because he's been in a shooting slump. They needed some big shots from him. He, he had a couple threes from the corner tonight, uh, 15 points, plus nine uh, in the plus-minus box. So Corey Kisper stepped up. He was huge uh, tonight. So just an all-around win. Um, you know, West didn't play many guys tonight. He only played nine guys, but they really stepped up to be down by 20 points. Um, and they were basically getting dominated. They were getting back on defense. Kyle Anderson was getting easy baskets. Anthony Edwards was getting easy baskets. Rudy, Rudy Gobert had a easy double double against the Wizards. So uh, huge, big night for Bradley Bill, man. Just I, I have nothing, just nothing, nothing bad to say about Brad. Man, he stepped up and played the way a leader's supposed to play, and the way a guy who is, you know, who's getting paid what he's getting paid. That's 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 what we expect him to do. And he's starting to get strike. You can see that he's finally really healthy. Oh, he's definitely healthy. He is definitely healthy, man, because it just shows his jump shot. Like I said, he he worked on his mechanics a little bit because that trajectory on his shot, the high trajectory, man, 
he's back to shooting the way he used to shoot. I mean, like I said, took 28 shots, but he shot 50%. I mean, he's just he was so efficient tonight. And just like you said, from a leadership standpoint, he's starting to show the leader. He's trying to he's starting to show that franchise guy. And that, that's what you want to see. This performance highlighted best case scenario with the team. Outside, I mean, I know Kuz and KP kind of struggle, but what I mean best case scenario is that fluent as a team. You know, they made up for that slack. You know, with the two out of the three of the saw three struggling, you saw DeLon pick up the pace. You saw Kispert pick up the pace. And that's what you want to see. That's playoff basketball, man. When people struggle, you, people pick up the slack. And that's what you want to see for a team that wants to be a playoff team. So, and I guess, to, you know, the Timberwolves, I know they were without Cat, but still, Gobert was doing his thing. And, but I can't take it, I can't take it away from the team. They they played well against a team who, you know, T-Wolves are looking for a playoff spot too. So, you know, they're not a bunch of scrubs. There's not a lottery team. And, you know, this is a really good team in a real tough Western Conference. So, you know, nah, my hats go off to this team, man. I got nothing negative to say. You know, I critiqued them just a little bit about Denny, man. But, nah, everybody, this team, from head coach to players, did their thing tonight. Hats off to them, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to give props for, for Wes going to the zone. And and Denny, even though he, he had some up and down moments down the stretch, he had a huge steal. He had a timely steal at the end of the game. Uh, Gaffer had a couple big – he had two blocks. He had a couple big blocks. Porzingis had a couple big blocks. He had two blocks on the game as well. So just a, just a good all-around effort. And, you know, if they're trying to really make this playoff push, then they're – you know, this this is the game that they, they really needed this game. Because looking at the standings right now, uh, they are the ninth seed. They're only a half game behind the Atlanta Hawks for the eighth spot. The Wizards are 28 and 30. If they would have played that Pistons game, I really feel like they would be 29 and 30 right now. Uh, so if they would have played that Pistons game, they would have been tied with the Hawks. Um, they do to play the Pistons later on on March 7th. But right now they're they're creeping their way in to that eighth spot. But we're going to talk about uh, defensive player of the game and, and player of the game. Uh, and then we'll talk about the, the reports from Woj talking about Russell Westbrook because I know a lot of people want to talk about that too. <laughs> we'll get the comments. Uh, but before we do get to that, today's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Bradley Bill, he's been playing like the player of the week. Also, Kyle Kuzma, he's been playing like, playing like the player of the week for the Wizards. Uh, you can throw Porzingis in a couple of games, but tonight's performance definitely is Bradley Bill. Uh, Bradley Bill's recent performance tonight, a, a 35 points, just being clutch, stepping up clutch Bradley Bill. He's, he was electric tonight, brilliant, brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. Um, and he, he delivered in the clutch tonight. He really did. After that tech, he woke up, was getting to the basket, getting downhill, hit some big threes. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin packs pin to your seat, power, and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so who was your defensive player of the game and uh, defensive belt? Who, who who won the defensive belt for you? Oh, easy. DeLon Wright. <laughs> easy. I mean, he was all over the place, man. He was just – he caused those timely uh, turnovers that really at the game in our favor, man. I mean, 
He's just all over. He is the, he is the defensive leader of the team. So easy, DeLon Wright. And our uh, player of the game, the real deal, Bradley Bill, franchise guy. He showed out tonight. He let he led the charge, played general, and he look good win. Hundred percent. I'm with you on DeLon. Now I think. Uh, the rules for the defensive player of the belt is whoever wins the belt, they have to give it to somebody else who did who didn't get it last game. So um, it, it's a tough one, man. Um, Denny had a huge steal. Gav had some big blocks. Um, Porzingis had some big blocks down the stretch too. But um, I think it, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It, if it's not Delon, I don't know who it is, but it definitely should be Delon. But I know the rules. He has to give it to somebody else. Player of the game for me, it definitely is Bradley Bill. Uh, Thirty-five points, just stepping up in the clutch like that. Thirty-five points, four for eight from the three-point line. Fourteen for twenty-eight from the field. Uh, he literally took the game over five or six, five assists and six boards as well. Um, you know, he, he looked like the guy from 2020 who was who was scoring at will. And, and he looks healthy and he's he's shooting the ball better. You look at his numbers. Uh, he's having some of his best shooting numbers. I think he's shooting 36 percent from the from the three point line, which we haven't seen him shoot that well from the three. I want to say since like 2017, 2018, uh, yeah. he's shooting well from the free throw line. So he's having a really, really good bounce back season. Uh, shooting the ball for sure. Just looking at the team stats as well. Uh, the Wizards have been shooting really well from the three-point line, 40% from the three, 14 for 35. Corey Kisper was a big part of that. He had five threes. Brad hit four. Uh, Kuzma hit four. Um, so though they were a big part of uh, knocking out, knocking it down from the three-point line. They shot 45% from the field. They held the Timberwolves to 27% from the three-point line. The, the only bad is that they did – I'm not going to say the only bad, but they did give Kyle Anderson a lot of open shots. Kyle Anderson was missing a lot of uh, bunnies, too. He missed a couple wide-open layups uh, in the middle of that zone, too. They did get out-rebounded 53-49, to but they had 25 assists. Um, DeLon Wright had a couple of leak-outs, too, for some easy dunks and easy baskets. Uh, they did overturn one and one uh, uh, towards the end of the game. They had 16 turnovers. The, the Timberwolves, have eight, they had 18 turnovers. The Wizards had 13 steals. Uh, DeLon Wright had a couple steals, and, and, and we talked about yesterday in the preview of the Timberwolves, they, they, they're they 28th in turnover, so they turn the ball over a lot, and they're one of the worst three-point defensive teams, and the Wizards exposed that for sure. Um, so the Wizards, you know, they were able to move the ball, and they are able to knock down some threes tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, it was a tale of two different halves, man. So mm-hmm. now, now overall, this was a beautiful team victory, man. But uh, before we move on to Russ, man, you got, you got anything else from the game, man? Um, yeah, like you said, Taylor two halves. I mean, that first quarter was terrible. They were down 30 to 10 at one point. Um, I thought they were going to get blown out. I mean, I knew they were going to come back. I thought they were going to do one of their Wizards comebacks where they cut it to like five with like two minutes to go, and then they give up an offensive rebound or find a way to just choke the game. But, no, they, they had perseverance. They kept stepping up. And, and with the two tacticals, Anthony Edwards missed that one tech, so that helped us out. Um, and after the techs, you know, we kept getting the ball back too, so. Uh, they they really persevered. There was a lot of a lot of ups and downs in the game, but they really stepped up in the end. And, and this wasn't one of Porzingis' best games. This wasn't one of Kyle Kuzma's best games. So, um, some like we've always said, it may not be one of their nights. Sometimes it's Brad's night. Sometimes it's Kuz's night. Sometimes it's Porzingis' night. But um, you know, Brad, it was Brad's night tonight. He stepped up and took over the end. And the bench was huge tonight. Yes, sir. Everybody eats. That's the recipe. <laughs> so, before we move on to news about or rumors rather about Russ. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but doing all of the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then, I, man, I got the, just the thing for you. Got to try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, so delicious, you won't think it's good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's real. Real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable players like 
churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy, over 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 14 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Hit to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sands Club, run in, grab a 13-bar box with a hit flavors brownie, batter, and churro. You'll thank me later. Bill. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So we're going to slide right into news about Russ Westbrook. <laughs> now, there was reports that he was talking to the Clippers. He, and he did talk to us. And I believe it was with uh, Miami. And there was a fourth team. You know what the fourth mm-hmm. team was? Uh, I can look it up. I know uh, Woj tweeted it. Uh, yeah, no, it's us, the Clippers, and I believe there's an issue with Miami because oh, the Miami did, Heat. Yeah, the Miami. Yeah, there you go. So, looking at that, could you see a potential reunion in DC with Russ Westbrook? And if you did, how do you see him fitting into this lineup? Um, I think he would. He would probably have to come off the bench. I think he did that really well with the Lakers. It's not a knock to him. I mean, he, he could start. He could start, but I, I just personally I wouldn't bring him back. I think you know he he's still a really good player. I think he's a good player. I know a lot of people don't like his style of play. You know some of the some of the shot selection, and he's always playing at 100 miles an hour. Uh, but he showed he's still a productive player with the Lakers. He he did a good job when he came off the bench. Him and Anthony Davis had they had good chemistry. Him and LeBron they had you know solid chemistry, um, facilitating the ball to the bigs. Him and him and Thomas Bryant as well. So I mean he, he made Gafford better. He motored his game. Uh, the only thing is, is is the ball dominance, and they like to move the ball now. So I, I could see, you know, where it's different now. But, I mean, he 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 would get in the, into the paint, and that's the thing that we've talked about with Monte and DeLon. They don't really get into the paint. They don't get downhill. They don't get a lot of open shots for guys. And that's something that Russell Westbrook can do. So I, he's going to get bought out. So, you know, he's going to be on a, on a cheaper contract. But right now we do have a lot of guards, Kendrick Nunn. And I, I do, I do think Russ can help. I really do, but I personally wouldn't go after Russ right now. I, I'll probably just keep the team the way it is right now. Um, and he's a polarizing player, but if Tommy does bring him in, and and, and you know he kind of left on weird terms. You know what Ted said about him and Alex Ovechkin talking about players leaving, and uh, I forgot what the quote that Ted said, but it was something about guys being loyal in the NHL more than in the NBA and team guys team hopping. Then there was the reports where. Russ um, told Bradley Bill to request a trade. I don't know how true or, the, or true or not that was. That came out uh, from the Athletics. So um, I know he didn't leave on bad terms, like you know, kind of like how John Wall did. But just looking from a basketball perspective, um, and, and, and he would have to step it on the defensive side of the ball. There are some times where you know he gets lost in the sauce, you know, letting guys back dorm and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think it would be intriguing to see him with, with KP though, the pick and roll, pick a pop with KP. Uh, pick and rolling with Gaffrey made Gaffrey better, but there are some times where you know guys are, are you know kind of just trapped in a corner because Russ is a, he's a ball dominant guy, and and Brad did play. Brad had his best season next to Russell Westbrook, his best scoring season, 
his all NBA season was was next to Russell Westbrook. So there's certainly some pros and cons to, to Russ. I know there's going to be some polarizing comments in, in the in the live chat as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I think he's going to go to the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the fence, man, because he's a guard who who can drive the paint, but you know he's not the best three point shooter, obviously. And defense sometimes he's a detriment to the team. But he is kind of what we need, a guard who can pick up the pace, who can drive the lane, who can draw fouls. But like you said, I think the biggest factor that would keep me from trying to obtain him would be he holds on to the ball so much. <laughs> and that's an issue that we had early on, and we've really developed into a ball movement team basketball team. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that it will affect chemistry. So, yeah, it's intriguing, man. It's intriguing to see Russ, Bill. I mean, but – it would just be looking good on paper, man, because I, he's so ball dominant and he we would be worse defensively. And I just don't see why we would do that. But I think that the biggest issue I have with this is the fact that they even entertained it. And I mean, it's not on Russ. It's it kind of irks me when it comes to John Wall. You know, John Wall did well, he played here 10 years. Right now, he left under some shady. I'm going to say shady, but, you know, all right, the gang signs. I get that. You're trying to improve culture. I get that. OK, but. To push him out the way you did, and you know, and, and like you said, Russ went out and he was he went for a trade. He was telling Brad to get out of here. Why are you going to entertain one and not the other, man? Like for real, like what's this problem that this organization has with John Wall, man? I, I don't understand it, man. Like gang signs alone is not going to entitle you to go ahead and just totally get for to get a guy who dedicated ten years of his career here in DC. I, I just don't get that, man. You give Russ a look and you don't even entertain John Wall. I mean, I don't buy it. I mean, because like you said, he uh, Russ left with issues too. So I don't. But you know, John, I never told Bill to, to go somewhere else. You know, it's just I don't. I don't understand it, man. I, I just don't get it, man. Entertain one and not the other. It just. It, it just. I don't get it. You know, it just it goes back to all the things, all the issues you had with this whole John Wall thing this whole season, especially with him coming back. The lack of him really getting a tribute. I mean, look, we we both know was it really? What do you have to do to get a tribute? Nothing. Really, just come here and play 15 games. You get a tribute. But <laughs> just the way they treated this dude, man, it's just that, that's what irks me about this whole situation with Russ, man. It's like John Walker helped that too. Why Why are we so hesitant with that reunion, man? It's just, I, that's just me, man. That's that's my little piece. But yeah, I mean, Russ, I, I, like you said, he is so ball dominant, it wouldn't work. But so, yeah, I, I don't see it happening, man. He's, he's going to mm-hmm. go to the Clippers and do his thing. So and try to yeah. chase that ring. Definitely. I'm so happy we didn't trade Brad or, you know, Brad would have to you know, lift his no trade clause. But I remember a lot of a lot of people were, were saying, oh, let's trade Brad to the Lakers for Russ in the 2027, 2029. I know in the beginning of the season you weren't against that at all, but I'm so happy we didn't do that because you see now Russ is going to get bought out for nothing. So you, the Wizards would have got no value for Russ if they would have traded for Brad, if they would have traded for Russ. Um, but yeah, the whole John Wall thing. Yeah, I mean, you listen to the interview that he did on the Theo Pinson podcast. Uh, he talked about the the way it ended with Tommy Shepard and, and Ted Leonsis. So there, there's definitely, you know, definitely didn't end on good terms. And then, uh, like you said, the NBC Sports Washington broadcast, they they didn't mention John Wall much from what I heard. Uh, we were both at the game, so I didn't get to watch the broadcast. But from what people said, they didn't really mention John Wall at all. Um, so we'll see where John Wall ends up, too. I, I don't know where he's going to end up, but I do think there's there's a connection with Paul George and Russ, you know, they play together with the Thunder, so I think that's where he's going to ultimately end up. But it is intriguing that they had have they have had conversations. There's something, like you said earlier, there's something going on with the Miami Heat where uh, I got to see the report too, but something didn't go well with Miami Heat and, and the talks with Russell Westbrook. So 
Um, some interesting things going on, but personally, it, it's a tough one. I, I'd probably just stay with the chemistry the way it is. Yeah, I mean, we are who we are. I think you, you got to stay with what you have because we have made leaps and bounds with the chemistry. So, right. So yeah. So we we'll go ahead and uh, get in the comments. Start it out. Definitely appreciate everybody tonight. Fabulous results. Bradley Bill is him. Absolutely, the night he is. <laughs> I mean, he was rocking the night. He was. I mean, the shot was just flew tonight. I, like I said, this is the performance you want to see from Bradley Bill, man. You know, with that money, you know, whether you hate it or love it, he's got it. And this is what you want to see, you know, him picking up the slack and really carrying us to this win. This is on him, and this is on West with that final lineup, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he, he stepped up tonight. Uh, this is this is the Brad that we've been waiting for to see, and he's doing it consistently. He's taking over games. He took over this game tonight. We've seen him do it before, uh, but, you know, I feel like I've just seen him <laughs> – you know, Joe the ball off his feet, so I was happy to see him take over a game tonight and, and dominate because we needed his hot hand because because Kuz was off, Porzingis was Porzingis was off. Uh, we needed our we needed our two hundred fifty million dollar guy to step up. Absolutely. Let's see this, uh, Dean Pomeroy, man, what's going on? Bill with an all star performance. Oh my god, absolutely, absolutely perfect findings. Team play at the fourth. Denny still made up for the third point foul. Mm. But my problem is still with West benching Denny after a miss or two. How can you build confidence this way? It looks well, I I, I kind of see what you're coming from, but you gotta roll with the hot hand, man. I mean, you know, I get building confidence, but man, when you're trying to come from behind and get that dub, you roll with the hot hand. Mm. Yeah, Denny was huge. There was one point he had an and one fast break, then he had a uh, fast break dunk, and then he had an and one. Uh the bench was huge because it was DeLon and Denny and Gaffer. Gaffer had a couple of dunks where they brought us back, they cut it down to nine or eight. And then the starters came back in, and Brad had some big shots. So Denny, Denny had a really good third. The end of the third quarter is where he went on that run and went on that stretch. Uh, he just has to uh, be more level-headed. The tech, the tech was bad. The foul on Kyle Anderson was bad. Uh, but he had, you know, he had ten points, ten points and nine boards, and the steal at the end was was really clutch. But Bradley Bill, yeah, he looks like he's he's one hundred and ten percent right now, one hundred and ten percent healthy. Um, and it feels good to be on the other side of a twenty-point comeback instead of being the team that's up twenty points and gives the lead away. Yeah, Bradley Bill said, I'm back. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's uh, another one from Perfect Finance. I had us losing as well, Ed, but happy that Blonde <laughs> Brandon got it right. <laughs> hey, looks like I'm Don and Blonde, man. They look good. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just- I, see, that's why, I, that's why I'm happy that I, I did the reverse jinx. That's why I'm happy I didn't agree with you and say that we won because <laughs> I'm always wrong. I'm all I'm nine times out of ten, I'm usually wrong. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, Benz, didn't think they were going to pull it off, but Brad said, hop on my back. Clutch performance. Again, man. And I'm pretty sure most of the comments are going to be about this, man. Bradley Bill carried his team. Carried it. This is what you want to see from him. So, absolutely, man. Mm. Um, yeah, he did. He, he stepped up. Uh, Joseph Cobb, he says, everyone on this podcast and in the audience is trash. Wes and Tommy. We need to take into consideration how long our main players have had time to gel. And that's, that's the thing about Russ, too. You know, it, it's about chemistry. And and I said, I, I slept on it about the trade deadline. Of course, I was upset we didn't trade for anybody. We didn't make any moves. We didn't bring in another score off the bench. I was upset. But you, I was like, you know what? Tommy probably didn't want to spend. You look at you look at what guys were giving up, you know, uh, Gary Payton for five second round picks, Jay Crowder for five second round picks, jo- the Josh Richardson trade. So he probably looked at that and was like, we're not going to give up that much for, for you know, mid-tier guys to come off the bench. And um, – I was like, it just made sense. You know, chemistry, getting guys back healthy, 
So I, I do give Tommy some credit. I know Tommy, when he talks in interviews, you know, he'll, he'll say things that a lot of people don't agree with and I don't agree with either. But, you know, we haven't seen the, the solid three be healthy and they're starting to get healthy and get their, get their legs under them. DeLon Wright has been healthy. Knock on wood. Gafford's finally been healthy as well. So when they're a healthy squad, I think they are an eighth seed or seventh seed when they're healthy and, and they're playing that way right now. So Tommy, Tommy, I think, He's got a good roster. He's got a solid roster. This is the talent. The roster is a talented roster. Is it a top tier roster? No. But when the solid three steps up, I, I think they can definitely, definitely make some noise in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree a little bit about that. Yeah, they have gotten a lot of scrutiny, Wes and, and, and Tommy. But are they starting to gel? Yes. But I got to see an end result before I give mm-hmm. them a free pass, man. You That's know what I'm saying? Too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. They are gelling. But, I mean, I got to see where we're going. You know what I mean? I can't give you kudos <laughs> three quarters in this of the year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. So, no, nah, I mean, you know, I, again, if, if we get into the playoffs, then yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. But if we go into play-in and, and we watching the playoffs from the house, then <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I, I got you. They are starting – I mean, you really do see the chemistry starting to build up, man, and the culture change. I mean, I, I do believe that. So, yeah, I'm with you. Mm. See. Man, most of the comments are the same, man. <laughs> Bradley Bill doing his thing, clutch coups. Uh, Fabulous results his masterclass from West Central Junior Night Two, switching to the zone yet again and coming up clutch. Yeah, it was one of his better games. I think um, West being up twenty. I'm, I guess I'm a little more concerned with him coaching the game being up by twenty than being down by twenty. It looks like he coaches a little bit better when he's down by twenty because when we're up by twenty. It's usually when we lose the last last year with the Clippers lost being up by 35. So I don't know what it is about West, but he coaches better uh, when, when they're down. So, uh, but yeah, I, I give him credit to do too. We, we've given him a tough time. And, and like you said, Brandon, they, they've earned the scrutiny too. It's not like they've been perfect for sure, but the last couple weeks, they've, they've definitely, West has been better other oh, than I'm... the two uh, 20 point losses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a funny comment, man. Uh, Daryl Hardy, the slow guy was killing me. My God. Kyle Anderson, man. I mean, before he shoots, it probably takes about 15 seconds for him to shoot basketball. I mean, I don't <laughs> Man, he is like, he takes his time. That's for sure. He um, does. Uh, I got to see how many points tonight. But, yeah, he, he was killing us in slow motion. He was. He was. Um, he has a very slow shot. Uh, he missed a couple easy layups, too, man. He let us off the hook. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for that, that one in the fourth quarter, man. Ah. So appreciate you, Kyle Anderson. <laughs> uh, let's see. William Lee said, hell no to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> oh, that ain't right. Yeah, Ben says, keep Westbrook far away from here. We're straight. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, Daryl Haiti says, bring back Russell Westbrook. Stop hitting Russell. So, yes. Uh, a lot of a lot of people want him. There's a lot of people that don't want him here, and then there's some people that do want him here. So it's 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 people are torn on it for sure. Um, ben said Westbrook doesn't know the system. He's never played for West too, and that's something too. I, I, yeah. I you know because West you know West did get into a uh, you know confrontation with uh, Darvin Ham on LeBron's uh, scoring scoring night, the scoring where he got the scoring record. Um, they did say that they did have a um, a disagreement in the locker room or something like that. So. Um, you know, we know Wes is a chill, laid back guy, so you know, how would he uh gel with Wes? But we've seen Scott Brooks, not like Scott Brooks was a rah rah guy, and Scott Brooks did a good job with Wes, I mean, with Russ 
Uh, so, you know, I would be intrigued to see how how he would mesh with Russ if he, you know, if he has to bench Russ because, you know, Russ is taking some bad shots or he's a liability on defense. Then, you know, how does, how does Wes handle that? You know, so it, it would be interesting. Now, I'm glad you said that, man, because when you look at it, you know, Scott Brooks, he wasn't a rah-rah guy, but he had experience dealing with all-stars and big-star guys. You know, if you look at OKC, you know, he had Russ, he had KD, he had Harden at one point. You know, Wes really hasn't had to deal with a lot of – I mean, KP and Bill are all-stars, I get that, but they're not – I mean, how do I say this? Like the, like the next tier got tight. You know, he is – so, I'm, you know, I'm real true, man. You know, I'm interested to see – how he can handle with big personalities. And I don't know if he can handle Russ's personality, man. It's <laughs> just Russ mm-hmm. the type of guy, man, where he's gonna he's gonna say what he wants to say. And so yeah, I don't see it happening, man. Right. Uh where fans me says I'm a huge Morris fan, but can we please start writing have Morris Mont- Monte Morris come with the bench? We'll probably answer that uh next week because Ooh. it's gonna be the all-star break. So we're gonna have a couple days with no games. So we'll probably do a mailbag. So you guys can definitely put some questions in here. And um, and we'll answer them next week. But um, we did we did bring that up before, mm-hmm. you know, starting the line and, and uh, slide Monte to the bench because defensively, right. like I said tonight, that last lineup was the line at point, and I thought they defended well. Yeah, Delon. Yeah, I, I like Delon coming off the bench just because he provides you know power off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Because we just don't have you know we don't have a lot of firepower coming off the bench. So I do like him calling. I, I think he can start too. I really do. I think he would be a good starter for sure. Absolutely. Uh see. <laughs> Somebody said, can we get John for a Pokemon card? <laughs> oh man. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But there's a lot of comments here. We'll probably wrap it up. Um, a pod name kickback. He came in and he said, I'm late. Did we say big three? Bill did what was, what was needed on a night when nobody else really had it going. Yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah, the solid three. I'm still not calling him a big three just yet, but the solid three, Brad stepped up. He stepped up tonight for sure. When the other two guys, they had a rough night, and then Kuz was super clutch at the end with that three. Absolutely. So before we bounce, man, hats off to the Washington Wizards. Big win tonight going into the all-star break. So the vision going forward is keep this momentum going and drive for a playoff spot. So – Definitely appreciate everybody showing up tonight, showing the love, man, chopping it up with us. Thank you for making Locked Up Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on RC at YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. YouTube, man, we're getting there. We're close to 3K. So definitely like, subscribe, and comment below. Hit your notification button. So when we hit videos out, you will know. Instagram and Twitter, check out me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver. We chop it up on game days and off days, especially with the offseason of the NFL and the playoff push for the NBA. We're going to be chopping up a lot. So, again, appreciate everybody, and everybody have a blessed night, and peace. Hail to the Wizards. Duh. Duh, baby. Yes, sir. (laughs) The real deal, Bill. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.